Well, obviously you're an idiot. <laughs> Tell me why. What year is this book from? Uh, 1974, I think. Yeah. <laughs> pop one up, me. Hello and welcome to episode 78 of the Tiger Ponies podcast. My name is Jack, I'm the host, and joining me uh, on this very special episode is my co-host Jim. Hello. How you going, Jim? I'm doing pretty well, pretty well. That's pretty good. And joining us on the couch, our special guest, Patty. I'm glad you introduced me. I was worried there for a second. That's right. We just have this awesome little podcast between us. You might want to get right up on that mic, man. It's pretty quiet. How's it going? Yeah, pretty good, pretty good. Jim, your first time in the co-host seat, how are you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good. I feel like there might be one other person maybe you forgot to I was going to let you do the honours. Oh, you're going to let me do the honours. Very well. Everyone at home is missing the fact that Jim has been wanting to do the intro and I've been saying absolutely not. He won't let me. And uh, and so now he's got his time to shine. Well, I'm only only, um, a modest co-host, but we do have my lovely wife, Kelsey, here. Say hello. Hello. Perfect. She yeah, did. She did perfect. very well there. She did it. Kelsey, Kelsey is um doing all the video switching. So for the video mm-hmm. podcast, everybody, we'll see Kelsey's fine work while hearing our not so fine work. Um, Patty, you just said about is English your first language? You've been just you've been away. You've been overseas. I have. I have. I only got How'd back about go? a week ago. It was in Japan, and it was excellent, excellent, excellent. It was the first time we ever got to go. So very That's highly good. recommend. Um, what I wanted to more talk about though was the fact that talking is what we do. Um, no, we picked up, um, in Japan, they love obviously packaged foods. Mm. It's a huge part of whenever you visit Japan is getting to enjoy the prepackaged items. And I've brought back a whole bunch of stuff that I would like to our boy Jackie to go through and try it. None of it's in English and all of it was questionably cheap. Um, but that might be something <laughs> questionably that cheap. We'll do in another episode, but it should be a lot of fun when you get to open them all up. Yeah. I think that'd be pretty good to do with like, um, if Jesse, Bella, those kind of guys, there maybe even a big group would do like a six or seven person pod somewhere. <laughs> there are only small snacks, but definitely we can watch. There was a bunch them. of them though, right? Yeah, there's a bunch. There's a bunch. It's... Or did you get them specifically for me? No, 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 no. They're, okay. they're I mean, unless it turns out you're allergic to something in them, then maybe, but um, they're all little one-off, one-off items. Maybe some of them could be shareable. I don't know. The best part is I also haven't tried any of these snacks. Well, I'm only allergic to coriander, so unless like... They're putting coriander in the snacks. We should be all right. Are you Damn allergic to anything? I just bought coriander chips. <laughs> coriander sweets. Uh, no, not that I'm aware of. I'm yet to find one that I'm allergic to. What about you, Jim? No, I try my hardest, but still not. To be nice. allergic to something. <laughs> you like hard work, exercise. Yeah. Jim rubs on his skin yeah. all yeah. the different chemicals. Everywhere I go. That's pretty good. So, overall, trip to Japan, good? Great. That's Great. good. Great. Do you have any funky stories? Um, I mean, probably, yes. Reality, maybe. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm interested. You've piqued my interest. <laughs> um, I mean, depends on what you think is funky. Um, no, like, um, the, this was the first time that me and my partner, well, that she has been overseas. Mm-hmm. So like properly, I should say. So it was kind of a big, um, a lot of our our issues came more from just first-time experiences. Right. Um, we had our luggage. We bought brand-new luggage for our trip. And um, within about five days, my one of my wheels of my suitcase broke off. So I had about two and a bit weeks left of a holiday with a three-wheeled suitcase. Awesome. And everywhere that I went, people stared at me like, why are you, why are you wheeling why the you suitcase like this? Like this? <laughs> and we... Um, right after it broke, we had booked at a very expensive hotel, like one that is far beyond my normal realm of wealth. And when you pull up, they kind of like help you out your car, take your luggage off you, you know, do everything. Yeah, like a valet service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, like above and beyond valet Mm -hmm. service. And the guy took my bag, looked at the missing wheel, looked at me and kind of goes like, 
are, are you okay? Are you supposed <laughs> are you to meant be to, here? Are you meant to be <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And so he had to follow us up to the reception counter. So obviously he is now struggling with my broken <laughs> suitcase. And then the reception counter lady's like, did he break the suitcase? And it's like, no, 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 it's all good. <laughs> You're like, yes, absolutely, yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I saw him do it. He like grabbed it and he snapped <laughs> it off. And I was like, dude, I need that. <laughs> dude, I just got here. <laughs> um, so yeah, we had we had two weeks left of dragging that, that rubbish suitcase around. Um, so test your suitcases, people, when you buy new ones. Yeah. At how, the how do you rigorously test a suitcase <laughs> for like wheel breakage? Is that... I'd, Every suitcase I buy goes down to a series of rigorous tests. (laughs) Um, How was the... You said service was like above and beyond. Um, How... uh, I've heard in in other people talk about their experiences where like even room service in the hallways will like stop if you're in the hallway with them. Yeah, we found that uh, hotel staff would never share a lift with you. They'll all politely wait for you to walk past. They'll all like... Like, they bow as a sign of respect, not like a emperor-king thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they'll all, like, bow and like, wait for you to go past before they continue about whatever they're doing. Like, re- remarkably um, polite as a country. Um, Jess was actually really nervous when we got there because I'm a... Not a scumbag. Huge... <laughs> I'm not a big, like, follow strict procedure and rules. Mm-hmm. But Japan is really, like, you don't talk on trains. You do this. You don't do this. Um and if you kind of break these social norms, it's frowned upon. And Jess had this big list that she messaged me, and she's like, save this, because if you break these rules, you're going to embarrass me. And she studied Japanese, um, like, before, so she's, like, on top of everything. And there were several moments where I'd be doing something, and she would just glare at me, like... You can't hear the glare. I'm, I'm glaring on audio, but the glare was like... (laughs) Yeah, refer to the list... (laughs) Um, that it was, it was, it was a surreal experience. You just, you see her typing out on her phone, she just passes it to you, just says, stop talking right now, <laughs> shut up. Um, it really, um, you points out people who are unaware of things, like, uh, Americans are typically known to be very loud tourists. For sure. And sure enough, wherever we went, they were very notable, mm-hmm. which was very irritating. But that's, I shouldn't generalize yeah what was the best part of the trip uh for me definitely visiting fuji speedway that's cool yeah the racetrack up at the bottom of mount fuji we stayed there as well i was gonna say is that the one could you see that from your room Mm -hmm. yeah that's Mm -hmm. cool so the hotel is like squished between the mountain and the racetrack it's that was the really fancy one too. was there a lot going on yeah we had there's a whole a whole they had a whole club day of the the, that's why we where we planned it so Mm. we got to have a whole day a whole bunch of people came out with their cars what sort of cars uh, so there was like a whole bunch, they had a British day, so they had like Lotus, um, uh, and I should say more Euro cause I had a whole bunch of Alphas come out and they all had just took turns like in the bay and they'd go out racing. Um, and they'll just like take it in turns. Plus there's like a whole bunch of stalls and stuff that you can just walk around and check it out. And then when you finish, just go back to your hotel room. Mm-hmm. No, it was awesome. And we had like perfect weather every single day. So I would highly recommend autumn as a great time to visit Japan. Nice. Nice. All right. Well, good. I've got some more stories, but I think I'll save them for when we're doing the the because they're, they're food oriented stories. Okay. So, so it makes that's sense. a double teaser. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. Cool. Very good. Well, while we're on the to- topic of food and stories and stuff, Jim, you and I had recently the worst Uber Eats experience ever. Yeah, it was. Great. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, I would agree. <laughs> I would most certainly agree. Yeah, at work, um, as we clearly work together. Um, but yeah, this, peek behind the curtain. Yeah, yeah. This um, burger place. We ordered some burgers for lunch, and they were taking so long. It was incredible. How long is 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 so long? The estimated time was like probably forty minutes, I think. Mm-hmm. So we ordered about like eleven thirty. So quarter past twelve. You're like, okay, that's like the latest time. We're talking one fifteen. They're still not there. So an hour passed. That's a long time. And this this burger place is only two minutes from work. Literally, literally, like two minute drive. It is down the road. Ridiculous. About what forty five minutes late, Mm -hmm. I get a call from the burger place, and the guy, very nice guy, he's like, 
Um, hi, just so you know, uh, we've made the order. The order's been picked up by the driver. That was like 45 minutes ago. Um, we can see on the app, he is just driving around in circles. Like, he is... He's, he's an NPC stuck in a loop. Yeah, yeah. And and you can see on the app, he, he was just, like, basically in a car park. And it was like, okay, so he's running an errand. He'd just been parked somewhere for, like, 40 minutes mm. doing stuff and then dropped the food off. Yeah. Did you question him when he dropped it or did you not get no, it? No, unfortunately, he brought it in, but... Um, he just would... left it. And so, like, yeah. we didn't get to... It was just, like, the food is now there. Did you give him a one-star review? Uh, yeah, I think so. We also complained, and yeah. he, and the owner of the restaurant said that he complained and said, I've like requested the Uber give you a full refund as well, which I don't think they did do, but I was happy for them mm. to not because they didn't want the restaurant to lose money. The food was still good, but it was cold by yeah, that point. Yeah, it's a fantastic burger. Place. We've eaten there since, and it's really good. And it was this just was two minutes from your work. Literally two yeah. minutes yeah. from work. It begs the question, and hear me out, why didn't you go yourself if it's only two minutes away? Well, we had stuff going on. So we were like, we'll just order it. Like, you don't no, expect it to be an hour and a half late, Patty. It's like, it's like, yeah, it'll be here in 10 minutes and we'll eat and then we'll keep working. So we had stuff going on. I mean, we, we couldn't stop. We had too many moving plates. So that was, that was the worst. That was mm. the worst. I wish we could have had some explanation from that guy as to like, sorry, I had a flat tire or something. There was no communication from him. No, like, hey, I've just got to get petrol and there's no petrol station around. I'll be 40 minutes. It's like, Dude, why accept the order if you've got stuff to do? Mm. Like, why pick up the bag of food and then be like, okay, well, now I'm going to go do the stuff. Yeah. Crazy, man. People are crazy. People are crazy. A lot of background noise here. Yeah, we've got some audio texture. I think the neighbor's tree is hitting our gutter, which isn't Hmm. fantastic. Mm -hmm. Interesting. It's good ASMR. (laughs) Yes. I'm glad that you brought it up because it's like, you know, people just hearing in the background. It kind of sounds like an AT-AT walking around outside. <laughs> so it's like, yes. Um, all right. So we've we got, we got a list here as we often do. So we'll move right down that list. Uh, I've got their strange tech. Strange noises. Strange tech. That's, there we go. That would have been a better. <laughs> that would have been the correct <laughs> segue. segue. Anyway. You know what? Some strange tech. AT-ATs. Am I right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what were they even about? They weren't nearly as cool as the ATSTs. That was for sure. Um, but anyway, so strange take throughout history. But recently, the thing that pops into my mind was, you know those backpacks, like school bags or whatever, or travel bags, that they all had that little like rubber grommet in the bag mm-hmm. that you could feed your headphone wires through for so you could listen to music while you were on the go? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, what is the point of that? Like I never who, had did headphones you ever use long that? enough to reach in. Also, I want to be able to pull my thing back out again. That's the number one <laughs> issue I have with it. It's like, who's setting the album or the playlist to play? Throwing it in, <laughs> in the bag, winding the headphones through, then putting the backpack on and being like, I'm happy to not skip a song, ever. It's true psychopath behavior. It's crazy. Either that or dudes that are wild, wild at curating, curating a playlist. Mm. My goodness. And they're just like, yeah, I know. I know what I'm going to want to list you. I guess it may have been a holdover from like the disc man. Yeah, and I also feel it was kind of sort of like an anti-theft sort of thing. Like they can't just like rip rip it out of your hands or out of your pocket or whatever. But I think really... All I can imagine is... You people know when, living in fear of their MP3 yeah. players being sold. You know sold? when you had like your wired headphones and you drop your phone and like the phone wouldn't hit the floor because your headphones caught it? Mm. Someone takes your backpack, but your backpack's been pinned to your ears. Yeah. So you're just getting <laughs> so dragged you're, you're along. you're getting dragged. It's like those, yeah. like they, they walk past with the knives and slash both of the um, the Straps. backpack sleeves, but... <laughs> they leave the headphones. They're just craning backwards. Um, but more recently, Jim and I were talking about like, it's almost like a bit of a faux pas, but it was like a, almost an attempt at a hoodwink that went really wrong, which ended up in just being this really strange tech that we're left with. Hmm. Take it away, Jim. You, yeah. you brought this up to me. Yeah. So. I was talking to Jack the other day at work about one of the Samsung, new Samsung phones. I was going to guess what you're about oh. to do because I also saw a piece of strange tech, but continue because it's not the same piece. It's not the same. It would have been well, that's... so cool if it could have been though. Well, you can bring it up afterwards. Yeah, we can yeah. keep talking about strange yeah. tech. We have a whole segment. Um, but yeah, the Samsung new... I'm not sure if it's their newest phone or what's going on with it. Um, not a that, recent phone. A recent phone, for sure. Um, has they, they were advertising that had the best camera 
that you could possibly have in a phone and they kept showing on the ad the really really particular way that this camera was fantastic was you could zoom in and get like ultra high def pictures of the moon and so the moon. of the moon all right this is important the big old thing in the sky yeah, yeah, i'm yeah. aware of the moon yeah. yes have you seen any of these adverts um i think i've seen people's pictures of okay. this mm-hmm. but not the specific advert advert yes well uh some fellas were a little bit skeptical about this because they would zoom into other things that arguably are a lot closer and wouldn't get as high depth of a picture like a building down the street or a tree or mm. a number plate or something like that yep um, and so they did a little test and they set up like a white dot in a room and sort of got like the proportions right and that sort of thing. Zoomed in, zoomed in, zoomed in. And then um, like once you get to a certain point and the camera recognizes that as the moon, it uses AI and it switches the moon oh. with an ultra high depth. So it's a fake picture. It's a fake picture. Yeah. Damn. And so then that video blew up. The video blew up. And, Who showed uh, you the went... video? Sorry? Who showed you the video? Uh, that would be my wife, Kelsey. <laughs> and that's why Kelsey's mic'd <laughs> yeah. up. For that very reason. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, wow. Keeping him honest. Yeah, so uh, unlike Samsung, who are like tr- basically false marketing. Yeah, it's like, how right? did you not know that was going to get found out? It's like, do you even care about your image at all or what? Well, it's like, no, they don't care about the image, Jim, because it's AI <laughs> generated. <laughs> but now I wonder how many other photos we take AI changes. Yeah, well, it's going to be an increasingly, especially as it gets more effective and harder to sort of like replicate or to figure out. I think it'll become, you know, a, a pretty commonplace thing where they're saying things have these amazing features, but it's not built into your hardware, it's software. Yeah, sure. But I mean, if as long as they're marketing it that way, then that's fine. If they're saying AI powered to make your photos that much crisper, great. If you're saying, like, this camera can literally take telescopic photos of the moon and it can't, like, how isn't that a class action waiting to happen? Yeah, yeah. it's going to be interesting how that Yeah, I wonder what the sure. legalities are. Our phone can only take pictures of the moon. That's it. That's it. <laughs> yes. It's like, it's really good at the moon, but it's like, yeah, a picture of Jim is, like, terrible. <laughs> terrible. For not the usual reason. But if, reason. Jim's, if <laughs> Jim's face is lit up white and I'm yeah. standing about 300,000 million kilometers away... <laughs> Crystal clear. Crystal clear. Speaking of like AI and like um like generated images and videos and stuff and photos of Jim, do you know that <laughs> like that trend that's like proof that not everything can be an album cover, and then it, yeah, yeah, yeah and then it just like takes your photo and then it like does a little effect and it yeah. makes it look like an album cover. I did one the other day with a series of photos from my phone and two of them were from Jim at work. And they're so good. I don't know about Remember this. that one with the outstretched hammer that you have? Oh yeah, yeah. That one is killer. The way it frames it is perfect. I'll I'll we'll put it I'll put it in post so everyone can see it while I'm talking about it now. But yeah, it's it's hilarious. Uh, what was your yeah, what was your yeah. So um it appeared in my feed about a month ago and then disappeared. It was um a little square and it pins to your jacket and it has a camera and it's supposed to be there their advert starts like built from the ground up for AI. The catch is this six minute video doesn't really explain what it is other than just it comes in colors. It's all day battery and it's supposed to be like a replacement for all other technology. Anyway, I saw the ad, never saw it again, didn't follow up with it, didn't care. Uh, yesterday in my feed again, someone was breaking down terrible adverts and he's like, this is by far one of the worst um, adverts he's seen from like an advertisement perspective because the company doesn't really, it's not known for anything. They're like a, a indie company. The product doesn't exist outside of its own sphere. So there's no prerequisite. And then the way they advertise it is like, it comes in three colors and it has an all day battery. And it's like, that's all awesome. But what is it? Mm. What does, it, what do? does it do? Yeah. Um, I'll send you a link to it afterwards just so okay. you can show it. Let me just show a picture of it just so you can get it. Is it just like a personal dash cam? It's a body cam. It's a body cam. Like it's a I I can't answer your question. But you don't they don't know what it is. <laughs> How's Patty supposed to answer? I genuinely um Patty, you've brought the weird tech to us. You need to I need to have putting more. Patty in a very awkward position. So this here. is this is the product, right? And just so you guys can understand what I'm describing. 
It's just a little pin. Okay, right? it looks and like a... Um, oh. uh, I, I saw that. You've man. seen this? Yes, and, but he... <clears throat> I saw the man, he like held a packet of chips in front of him. He was like, where can I buy these chips? And then apparently it tells you... Yeah, it's stuff like, like that. It's, yeah. Okay, so it really, it looks like, like <clears throat> a brand new short throw projector, shape-wise, but about the size of like... A, a 50 cent like piece a or something box, yeah. or, or like an apple watch right like it's about that mm. size and and so what it can you can interface with it has anyone seen um is it her or she her something oh, like that yeah. the joaquin phoenix and and um scarlett johansson plays the the ai i've not i've not really seen, seen it, it but i imagine that's like what it's going to be is it like a personal assistant because I, I think I think so. I think that's its aim, but they've never once said that phrasing, which makes a lot of sense. Well, the special comments from Kelsey there just mm. like made me think, if you're holding the package of chips, where can I buy this? It's like, yeah. well, you have the chips. Just eat the chips. You have them. <laughs> you're picking up litter photos? off the street to be like... It can do that. It well, can project. It can, so it is a, it can, it oh. can project information like a phone call is coming through to you. You'd hold your hand mm. up in front of you. And, and then you can, go, what, and, like answer it? Yeah, and then obviously phone? it will connect to your headphones. If but, you can answer it, like, via your hand, I mean, even still, it's like, shouldn't I just be holding my phone in my hand? Well, but it's point? like, even if you've got your headphones in, it's like, you just... You just click answer on a thing. It's like, yeah. you're making things easier that are already so easy. Yeah. Mm. It's like, you can did take you... a photo too okay. and videos of it. And then it's like first person sort of view. Well, I'm excited for future application for it. But right now it just seems like it doesn't do any, it does everything, but nothing better than all the other individual things that I have. Mm. Well, and well, the thing that I, I think about this is it kind of reminds me of your idea today that you had. Okay. About the glasses. Yes. And it's like if they incorporated some of that video tech and maybe even some of the projection a little bit. Um, do you want to talk about your? You yeah, for say? sure. I mean, like, yeah. So we went golf. We went to play golf today, right? Mm-hmm. And earlier, I, I, last week, maybe I was talking to Rob because he's got VR stuff, and he was talking about. I think the the newest VR headset has like a huge AR capability where you can basically just put it on and just see normally in your room and then it can interlay over the top youtube videos and yeah, like instagram and all that sort of stuff and you just scroll through it with with gestures just hand gestures you don't even need the remotes anymore real iron man style pretty close to it and um then he was talking about how like apple are developing stuff which is basically just like a, a, a version of that that's just glasses sort of like the google glasses or or whatever that I guess went away or was shelved. I don't know if Google are developing something new now, but it's basically like a um a, a much more like slim form factor that you could probably wear out in public. Like no one's wearing like an Oculus Rift to the shops yeah. just because you can see through it. It's like your peripheral vision is still stuffed. You're like <laughs> like environmental awareness is nowhere to be seen because you're still wearing a headset. But this like Apple Watch. Um, Apple uh, glasses seem to be more like like just wearing a pair of glasses and everything is still the same. Even like the new Apple Watch, you can just, the brand new one with the new like firmware and everything, you can answer just by doing like your single hand gesture. Your, your current one can do that though. Can it? Yeah. Well, I, I didn't know. It yeah. said, they it made it seem like that was a very yeah. new thing in the advert. No, no, That's no. cool. Well, I'll have to set that up. I think the last couple of generations have, have had that okay. in there. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, thank you for that, Patty. I don't You're have welcome. to buy a new watch, which okay. I wasn't going to do anyway. But the thing we're talking about with golf today is that one of the... What, Patty, have you ever played golf? I have, yes. What's your number one? You're teeing off. What's the hardest thing about it besides hitting the ball? Making it stay there. Making it stay On there. On the tee. Okay. Sure. Am, I, am I having different issues? <laughs> it seems like it. It seems like it. Once, once you've hit the ball. Getting it on the green. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Sorry. I'm no, not no, an no, avid you're, golfer. You're, you're correct. You're correct. Yeah. Everything you're saying is correct. What I'm saying, what, what, what I'm thinking about maybe mm-hmm. is you hit the ball, you tee off. It's an awesome shot. Where'd it go? Ah. Right. Because maybe like you're not the... hitting the ball far enough yeah. that this is a problem. <laughs> maybe that's what it is. Yeah. But... So sometimes it disappears, and you can see it for as long as, and then just, and then just disappears. So we were talking about how you could application for this. You're wearing the glasses, you tee off, bam, and there's like either there's a chip inside that's linked to your glasses or QR code, whatever it is, or it just picks up the 
movement. The movement and tracks it. You know, you watch golf on the TV yeah, every now and then. Yeah, that little shh. Mm-hmm. It could do that. And Jim was also saying about the chip inside the ball that could literally give you a GPS location. So it's like, okay, it's right by that tree. Or it's in the shrubs. You're never going to mm-hmm. get it. You don't have to spend 45 minutes looking for your ball. Yeah, or in the lake. Or and you whatever. could get stats, how fast it flew. Exactly. Yeah, how Ooh. hard you hit it. Yeah, we, didn't it even, we, we didn't even talk know. about the stats yeah, yeah, application. Yeah. If, you got, like, if you got a chip inside that ball, that's stats. So mm-hmm. that's like, that's that's a, I don't know, keep an eye out for but it. But the cost of that golf ball would go Yeah, but to you, would also, you would also lose a lot less of them. I guess. So it's like how many golf balls do you lose a year? And even then, but like well, it depends how often you play. Even semi-pro golfers, all those stats, they would pay any amount for a ball and glasses that would give them those stats. They would pay any amount. Like, like how do they, they currently they can get just the go, uh, I, 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 I think know. maybe I think the only way you can do it currently is like driving ranges, and they have like cameras and stuff set up, like in, just in much the same way that you do like bowling speeds for cricket and that sort of stuff it's just like cameras and whatever but yeah you could do that on like a very individual and anywhere you go sort of basis when you think about we, we so we go to the pro shop today a pack of six balls the callaway whatever like 80 bucks mm-hmm. right because they're like you know, so whatever if you're buying a pack of two balls mm. and you and you don't go through them every time you play yeah i guess they're rather than buying six if you buy one of these or yeah. six of six regs exactly mm. that's yeah. a market who knows? It was just a, it was just a, we were talking about like, but that would be a really cool thing to have. Mm. If you don't play golf too often or you don't care about it, it's whatever. But even Cam had, he had an app on his phone and his watch that was like what, Golf Course Australia app or whatever. Mm. And he had the whole information, like the par, the distance, everything on his watch. Mm. And he could mm. see a little map and everything. Yeah, it was wild. That's cool. That's pretty cool. Um, so they're already developing apps for that very thing. It's like, just even keep going. linking the ball to like even if it isn't the glasses just your watch you have that little map on there and there's just like a little dot that just yeah a little apple tag inside you are the watch. here you exactly. are there exactly that's not, is there. i don't yeah. feel like that's real hard to do i feel like no. we should cut this entire thing and we should and develop it, it. Mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> <laughs> because we're just giving away something yeah. absolutely gold uh what's that a trademark whatever you can't copyright yeah, yeah that's yeah. it it's all done here so pen pending you heard it here first um so yeah the other thing we were talking about in terms of like strange tech, but more of like a positive spin on it is um Jim got a new phone recently. Yeah. Flex. I got a... Uh, <laughs> um, no, it's not bad. It's a... I can't actually remember what model it is. It's like a Nokia G32. Hang on, stop. 32. You say Nokia? <laughs> Nokia, man. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's actually pretty good. Um, it does. He keeps trying to say stuff like that, but I didn't know they were still making smartphones. Yeah, I, you, you've shocked me. Yeah, damn, um, that okay. actually looks like a phone. Yeah. These are some of the things Jim said about it that make it better. He goes, "It's plastic on the back, not glass, so I'm not worried about breaking." Can I feel it? it? Yeah, mate. It's a lot lighter. It is. We recorded some basketball yesterday, and mm-hmm. it literally blew over in the wind. <laughs> it, it is super light. <laughs> so it's for the it's, size. It wouldn't even work as a paperweight. Oh, so it's not running Windows anymore. No, no. <laughs> okay, no. Good. It's all Google. All of it is like hmm. the like. I like Android. it. Yeah. Um. The really cool thing. This is only. This is one of two models that Nokia has released that. Um. They are working in conjunction with a particular website that enables you once your warranty is expired, they have built this phone and designed this phone so that you can repair it. So all of the screens, all of the charging ports, all of the batteries and everything like that are designed to be easily removed. Just like their old phones. Removed. (laughs) Yeah, uh, removed. So, yeah, you can um, hold on to your phone longer um, and it can, yeah, work. How long did you have your old phone for? Or maybe four years, maybe four or five, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And And you couldn't do any of your own repairs so what how long do you think this bad boy is going to last you oh who who knows I, I would say pretty similar amount of time before it's just sort of like you know obsolete yeah it's interesting but, that nokia has always had that um perspective of their phones lasting forever and mm-hmm. now they're like even now we're going to give you the tools to get as every minute that you can out of the phone until you want to upgrade not you have to yeah because there's no reason every phone company couldn't do that what was it called i fix it 
yeah that's the that's the website Clever name. interesting well because then so but the difference is obviously no glass on the back obviously you can place the screen and stuff you said that it's engineered to be easier for the regular consumer to fix pop, it pop yeah. it open well, <laughs> let's, let's see the this. thing we didn't so, so so you said there's no reason why every other phone company couldn't it's like well maybe they don't want to have to make their their phone designs foolproof they want to like do as many complex things as they can not worry about like in air quotes dumbing it down so that anyone can just fix the phone name me a feature this has that yours doesn't doesn't have glass on the back okay you just asked me to name a feature yeah. so I did. That's, got, not, yeah. that's not really a feature oh is it sure. <laughs> uh, excuse me it's a feature I, I don't believe so um, the other interesting thing we said about that very cool idea does it void the warranty once you start replacing stuff I is don't, that done I don't think I, I think don't there's some it. of them I don't, I don't see, see it. it I don't see it uh, there, I think there's some that don't but either way it's like if, if it's still in warranty then just do the warranty but then post warranty, mm. you actually have like all of the um, instructions for repairing it are from Nokia off of that site. So it's like endorsed self repair. Um, so, you know, even post warranty, it's like, well, once your phone's out of warranty, it's like you're stopped. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Good point. What what will you replace though? Like everything. Yeah, but but what wears out in a phone? A screen breaks, maybe screen, a charging charge port. port. Yeah, those camera are lenses. Yeah, that's what if, probably what about, about it. battery and the battery. Yeah, okay. so so those are the four big components. That battery is a huge one, I think, yeah, because I mean, what's sure. the biggest problem Killer with? Of phones. Yeah, I mean, my phone's only a year and a half, two years old, maybe, and it's like I'm getting to four o'clock on low power mode. Like mm. it's like okay, Damn. fantastic. Like mm. yeah, especially when you start using things like airpods and like maps a lot and that sort of thing it just absolutely destroys your battery i've never had massive battery issues and i was reading an article uh, the other week and it was talking about jack do you use wireless charges talking about me yes i do regularly every night yeah yeah so this article was saying people who use wireless charges predominantly will see less longevity with their batteries Especially with Apple products. Interesting. Why is that? Do they speculate? I don't fully understand. The article didn't go into too much details, but I just upgraded my phone. I gave my old one to Jess. And so it's now two years old. And you know how you can do the little battery health on it? Mm -hmm. It was like 90%. And it's like, I've never had an issue with the battery. And it was always plugged in. My new phone, I picked up a new wireless charger for it. And not that it's already not lasting a day but i can already kind of just get vibes like oh it doesn't seem to last as long as it used interesting to. and yeah. i'm wondering if the way it charges maybe i was gonna say i mean when you ever take your phone off it's like that MagSafe technology yeah. right? it's hot i wonder if there's something to to do with like i mean maybe it's not just because it's heating it up but there is like a, a hand in hand like sort of comparative problem where it's like if it's heating up this much just from being on charge it's like cooking itself mm, maybe that a bit. yeah that's, an, uh, that's interesting. interesting there you go uh, the problem i have with it, it's like so i don't charge it with a cable like hardly ever it's always on the stuff so every time i go to plug it in whenever i do there's just a build-up of gunk in my in the phone <laughs> port because it doesn't just get mm, like used. used every day so it's like it almost becomes like if you're going to use the the wireless charger you just always have to use the wireless charger mm-hmm. and then we're kind of like stuck in that <laughs> cycle which maybe they design it that way maybe they design the the cool way to charge your phone is also mm-hmm. killing it mm. who knows maybe and it lasts exactly two years it's like what your and then they goes. would sell more phones that doesn't sound yeah. like a good plan i don't think nokia would, would, would do that with their phones no way. has no, your phone got yeah. wireless charging I actually don't think it does, to be honest. That's a feature that you don't have. <laughs> yeah, well, that's like, another one. Yeah, but I mean, if it kills my battery, I'm. Well, you can just I'm replace the battery. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. I suppose I, I feel like that kind of model is just much more for the people who aren't interested in just renewing their plan and like getting the new phone and yeah. keeping up with it all, sort of thing. Which, yeah, we haven't been for quite a while now. But what charging port does it have? Uh, USB C. Okay, so the standard. Very good. Just what, check. What else would it, micro well, USB? Nokia would probably just have some sort of proprietary 
cable that's yeah. just like a triangle or something. <laughs> no, you know, no, but you know that, the, the little circle ones that Nokia used to yeah. have? Yeah. I'm, well, I'm surprised it's still not that. <laughs> no, but even I feel like that would kind of go against the whole purpose of making it all very like Uniform. reusable. and mm-hmm. yeah. How many pieces of your phone would you have to replace for it to become a brand new phone? Like, could you order every thing and just build yourself a brand new phone? I don't know. That would be kind of cool. That'd be interesting. Um, I'll, Like, I haven't looked into it to that degree because I haven't needed to replace anything yet. Um, Could I just order all the parts and then put it together myself and save money? I mean, I feel like that's the question I just asked, but whatever. (laughs) I asked if Jim could do it. I guess you asked if you could do it. Sure, Patty. No, you said how much would you need to replace of your existing phone for it to be new? new. Not can I order an entirely (laughs) new... If we run the tape back, you'll see (laughs) that I asked two questions. He wants to build a bear... But basically, build. I'm a phone. trying to cut out the the, middle the manufacturing. Middle yeah, man. because because everyone knows the worst part of the phone is the manufacturing, because when it's like done in in sweatshops. I'm saying cut out the sweatshops. Save Responsible me, phone. Save me the ten dollars on my phone, and I'll build it myself. <laughs> I don't know if it would save save you money, right? If they're just shipping all the parts to you, I reckon it would probably be more expensive buying them individually. No, I don't know. You Every get... component individually. Yeah, but. If you order probably over a certain amount, you'll probably get free shipping. So. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Unless you're Patty who can't figure out how to work. <laughs> what were you saying on Discord last night? You're oh, like, does Amazon. anyone know how to work Amazon correctly? I don't know how to get <laughs> the shipping. I still don't understand Amazon. It confuses me. My boss at our office orders stuff from Amazon overnight. Mm. And every day, packages rock up. And I'm like, it's so cool. Mm-hmm. I go to buy something last night. And I'm like, everything here says a month. Mm. I'm there. I pay for Prime. I don't understand. I'm like, is there a filter? Is there a are you, button? Are you, are you using the American version of Amazon compared I, to Australia? I don't know. Okay, <laughs> maybe is, we'll, I'll question. take a look for you. Yeah, we'll, you. It's pretty easy to change your store accidentally. I do it all the time. Yeah, absolutely. Jim and I bought something recently. We, we will leave it there. Okay. It's cool. We'll talk about it on the, when when they get here. But the the estimated delivery time was between three and seventeen business days, which mm. is the wildest window it's, I've. It's that's like between express and literally ship. It was like because I got them last Saturday, and then so it was like okay, it could be here by Friday, <laughs> yeah. or it could be here by the end of the year. It's before like, Christmas. <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah. They're really covering. They're like, yeah, it'll get here when it gets here. <laughs> yeah. Whenever it arrives, you should be happy. And yeah. we will be. We And you'll hear be. about it then. Um, before we get too far away from it, Jim, you also had a few problems with your phone in, <laughs> this, just, in terms of, just in terms of Messenger. No, just um, some user yeah. interceptions. It's, yes, absolutely. Interceptions indeed. Um, my wife happens to have the login for my <laughs> Facebook Messenger in particular. So uh, yeah, a couple of a couple of uh, things Jack sent me, and and my brother Will has sent me. Uh, just never getting to you. Never gets to me, and then there's just a little little reply like, oh, actually, I'm I don't really like that, or I wouldn't want to buy that. It's like, ah, oh, who are you kidding? <laughs> the worst and I'm like, oh one. man, Jim's like such a different person in person than he is on the phone. It's like he's always down to do stuff, and then I'm like, hey, this. He's like, yeah, I actually hate that, and you should probably not like <laughs> yeah, it either. I don't like having fun. Um, the, the, the culmination one. of it. Oh, yeah. the worst so, one. Ever. So when you guys moved down, I added you to the Tiger Phonics chat where we organize like the pods and whatever else we're doing and stuff. So I add you in and I send the message out. <laughs> and then what happened? Well, your reply? Apparently, I just admitted to randomly off the cuff shatting my pants. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what? What? But the best part about it actually was that I was in the same room as Kelsey. Yeah, having and a told big old joke it. about it. <laughs> yeah, and, but everyone else in the chat. So Patty, you're in that chat. What did you think about I it when that came across? I was very confused. <laughs> was I was like, like yeah, like, all right. Out of excitement <laughs> yeah. for the upcoming episode. Yeah. Like, what is your problem? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that yeah. was good. Just one of Kelsey's mm-hmm. classic pranks. Absolutely classic. <laughs> Uh, all right, talking about other classic pranks, um, I saw on Reddit the other day, um, someone at a beach somewhere, I have no idea where it was, but they tr- they started to trench out the beach, um, and so they like start digging this channel out and, a- and around in this big sort of thing, and then they finally get it to the water edge and the water breaks in, and it creates just a single route for the water to go, and it goes in this big long loop and it ends up going just in a horseshoe back into the ocean. 
and then I guess once it gets to the the other water, the speed starts to pick up. It's just the way water works, right? It's finding itself and yeah, it just picks course. up. Physics and stuff. However water works, however water does its thing, right? It just starts speeding up. And as it's doing it, it's just breaking away the trench and making the trench bigger, which means the water current is stronger. And it's like 45 minutes later, they have like a... Um, the exit point is it's like, like choppy. Yeah. Mm. And so it's like, well, that's cool. And there's like people playing in it and stuff because it just washes out into the water and you're kind of fine. It's like... 45 minutes after that and the whole thing is just like a huge whirlpool and like the state troopers were called and stuff and that's like fence off the whole area and i was reading through the comments apparently it's like super bad for the beach because it's like it creates washouts so if there's like storms or anything that's the first part of the beach that will just like go <laughs> so i was like sure. apparently it has an environmental impact but man like there's that 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 window where it's like man for 15 minutes this was the coolest idea and then it's like it was at that moment. <laughs> that so you're saying a up. fantastic environmental prank is to go dig little horseshoes at your local beach. Yeah, and just wait. Yeah, just wait. Yeah. The thing I find crazy that they didn't do about that is just like get a couple like white water canoes and just like yeah start doing loops of that bad boy. Yeah. Especially when it wasn't quite so, you know, deadly. Or even like. You know how you have those like infinity pools where they just have the current and you just swim up mm-hmm. against it? Just park your canoe that way and <laughs> just, just sort of yeah, stay yeah, yeah. stay right there. Sell tickets. <laughs> Sell tickets to the ride or just to come watch you? <laughs> no, to Bit like... Yeah. We, um, a friend of ours, Sam, had this like great idea one time uh, that he, uh, he thought, wouldn't it just be great if he booked out a venue and just sang on repeat... <laughs> the gambler for 24 hours what kind of venue like the entertainment center (laughs) and you would sell tickets we were listening to an episode of the dollop where it was like the walkathons where like back in the day like the late 1800s early 1900s that that might be too late but they would just have these two people walking doing a walking race inside an arena and people were going nuts for it (laughs) and he's like if people would watch that they would maybe come for the spectacle of me singing the same song for 24 <laughs> hours, no breaks, no nothing. It's like, it finishes, boom, it starts up again. And I just keep going. And I was like, I'd do, I would, I'd come support you. A lot of logistics, toilet breaks. Nah. Food. No, that's drink. all part of it. Yeah. It's like that, uh, I think you should leave skit where the guy is doing, he's doing all the, uh, he doesn't talk. You've seen that show, right? Yeah, but he does all the silent, the silent acting, and I never talk. And all the people are there trying to get him to talk. Have you not seen that one? Maybe. Oh, I don't we've, know. we've got to check we've that, got to one watch out. that one after. Um, yeah, yeah so you know there what? You go. That's a cool spectacle. In in the age of uh, video streaming and people streaming whatever, I I would. Maybe he should try and do like a ten hour stream of it on Twitch first. Garnish sort mm-hmm. of like I just turned my entire body to the camera. Uh, yeah, to garnish like a, a fan base, then yeah, start yeah. selling tickets to the main event, which is the live show. Yeah, that's interesting. But are you saying to step up to Adelaide's largest largest venue straight up? I said so. I said you're probably not going to get too many of these. <laughs> you should probably just do one big one the first time <laughs> because you get banned or something. You, you're I don't think you get banned. I think no one will come to the second yeah, one. People just they're like, oh, well, I already know what that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've seen it. I've seen it. Um, do you want to, do you want to do solve a crime this week, Patty? Yeah. I'm always down for a solve All right. Crime. So you, you get that cranking. I'll talk about some other crazy stuff that we saw okay. that, that I'll put in in post. So, um, the other thing that we saw, I have to sh- show you this one. Um, I saw a Tesla that someone took, uh, the wheels off and replaced it with 10 foot buggy wheels. Uh, this is the Whistling right. Diesel um, YouTube. Is that correct? Yes. Well, thank you for that context. You're welcome. Uh, there you go, Kelsey. Have um, you seen the full video of, of that? I don't know if this is the full video. No, this is only 11 seconds. But look, they're so big that the the Tesla can actually go all the way upside down and drive upside down because the wheels are, are, are tall. taller than the, the cabin is. Yeah. Um, so that was funny. I just thought that was... a. That a video ends thing to do. with them pushing it down a large ravine. And just destroying the yeah. Tesla? Was yeah. someone in it? No, no. They oh. just tied it straight and they pushed it. Right. Why um, did they do that? Um, ex- To be eccentric. He got sued by Ferrari in the next video. 
because he drove his Ferrari through a cornfield and it caught fire. And he said, oh, I saw that video yeah, as well. That's the okay. same, same man. Same dudes. Mm-hmm. All right, that's how interesting. How on earth can they sue you for that? Uh, Ferrari is very fussy with how you use their cars. Um, there's a there's an article um, where no matter how much money you have, if you randomly won the lottery today and you're going, I'm going to go buy the best Ferrari because that's what I want, you won't be allowed to. No matter how much money you offer them, you have to start at a low-tier car and build up your cred yeah like with ferrari and then you know like go to their events where their merch all that kind of stuff and then eventually you'll be allowed access to buy the latest car yeah i've definitely heard that yeah and that's fine it's like if i buy a ferrari and i drive it through a cornfield and then you want to go well we're not selling you any more of those absolutely but it's like, how can you sue me for using something I've bought? That's ridiculous. Well, you signed a contract with them. Yeah, it's um. There was a yeah. DJ a couple of years ago that put a, what's that cat that spews the rainbow, meme? Uh, um, Nyan cat. Nyan yeah, cat, he yeah. put a wrap of Nyan cat on his Ferrari, and they made him take it off, and then he ended up buying a Lambo and doing the exact same thing. But that's what Ferrari sent like a cease and desist, saying you cannot do this to our cars because it's like. Ferrari standard. How is... about this? I, I, I Jack, Jack <laughs> catch buys... me outside. How about that, Ferrari? Jack buys a Ferrari, uh-huh. and then he sells it to me privately. I haven't signed a contract with anyone. I can do whatever the heck I want with my car. I, That's true. I wonder though if he can sell it to you. You know, Absol- like, you know, like well, Rolexes. You can't just be like, well, now you have that Ferrari. You can only sell it to like us, or, or- drive it through a cornfield. Yeah, <laughs> and destroy it. <laughs> you know, it's like, well, what? It's a car. You can sell a car, surely. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not wealthy enough to fully understand the. Well, the- I see Ferraris on Facebook Marketplace all the time. All the time. Also, is it like a newish thing? Like, if you buy like, maybe it's just the top tier, and so maybe, maybe there are funny things about like. Well, the only people who could afford to buy one of those would probably buy it new anyway. So maybe there isn't a good secondhand. Uh, maybe there's like a ten-year thing. It's like you can't resell it or whatever within the first ten years, or they, yeah, re- they retain that, they the rights care. or something like yeah. that. Well, Tesla just did that. I think we were talking about talking about this the other night, or maybe with, with someone else. Uh, so the, the yes. new Cybertruck is out this month. Mm-hmm. Right. So if you pre-ordered it a couple of years ago, you're taking delivery. I this think month. I forgot to put my order. Yeah, down. I know. So did I. Um, you are contractually not allowed to sell it for a year. Hmm. It's kind of like the the first homeowners grant thing. It's like you have to live in the house for a year before <laughs> yeah. you can sell it. Um, That's crazy that Tesla's like, yeah, nah. Um, I guess to help with resale value, but yeah, it's the and they sued or are attempting to sue someone for fifty thousand dollars because he listed his car for sale. Oh, he got it and he's like, I don't want it, and he hmm. just put it for sale. Yeah, it's it's a different world. That I don't understand. Yeah, oh. it's it's going to be interesting to see how well, the the rates maybe or like how how effective they are at enforcing those sorts of things. Yeah, that is strange. So you were talking about these two the, these YouTubers. The other thing that I saw recently, mm. which is another internet guy, which is kind of why it was so strange to me. Um, I've seen a bunch of Mr. B stuff come up on my Facebook recently. He did this huge thing where it was like ten challenges to win a million dollars. It was like a hundred thousand dollars a challenge or whatever it was and it was a series of different things that he'd built it's like man that guy is using his money for some pretty cool stuff yeah he's also made all those wells in uh mm. the third world countries so that mm-hmm. like a bunch of people have access to clean water that just didn't have it um so that's pretty cool um the the video i saw of, of the little things he was doing is like man i wish i knew someone with that much money just so i could do those challenges i'll do them for free it just seems so fun. But I was driving past the server the other day and there was something about this advertisement that made me feel really weird. So it's Mr. Beast's Feastables, right? Not a sponsor for the show. Um, <laughs> unless he wants to, in which case, hey man, that's Would cool. love, love to do some challenges. Um, but yeah, so um, it was like a really weird thing where it was just him in a shirt with the stuff there up against the purple backdrop. He's just smiling. Nice guy. Like whatever. Here you go. Here's the Mr. Beast Feastables. And of course, like celebrities endorse stuff all the time. People put their own name behind things. They have their own brands. There was something so weird about seeing like an internet guy on a just like basically bus stop thing selling just this one specific thing. It's pretty next level. As in the non-traditional way to get famous. Yeah, yeah. It was like the new world 
or the old world like grabbing something from the mm. new world and being like here it is here it is like it's this thing it it reminded me almost of like it was at like the very first taste of like the ultra marketing from back to the future too you know where like you just look around and everything is a thing where you have like a personality it's like i would not be surprised if you see like a 3d hologram of we're talking about holograms again patty <laughs> 3d hologram of mr beast being like hey grab my feastables and but it's being projected from like a giant building like 30 feet away it's like mm. it just seems so strange to me and it's like, i've seen it a couple times now and it's just like part of the furniture but the first time i saw it i was like what what is he doing there like i just yeah. saw him on my phone five seconds ago yeah, it's just sort of really almost, interesting. Sort of reminds me. It, it's a, it's a bit different, but it kind of reminds me of when uh, Pokemon Go first just like exploded, mm. and it you it, like it, it went from this thing that it's like, oh yeah, you know, we play Pokemon as kids and whatever, and, and it's cool and whatever. But you know, everyone was kind of like, meh, Pokemon, and to and then the whole world is just playing it, and it's kind of the same thing where it's like, no, no, it, aren't you supposed to just exist in that space, like? you know like on the internet sort of thing but to seem like yeah just in your local kind of like billboard type well not even billboard but you know advertisement space is kind of like that crossover and the reach that that can sometimes have is crazy it is kind of crazy other things that are crazy are solve a crime and jim's riddles do you want to pose your riddle first i think right. it's good give us time to think about the riddle yeah Alrighty. well if you don't just get it straight off the bat like joey did uh crazy cat uh, but all right here it is what do you buy to eat but never consume buy to eat or bite to eat buy what do you buy to eat but never consume well i can tell you i don't have a guess for you instantly so hmm never consume. what do you buy to eat but never consume Interesting. Well, we'll think about it. We'll think about it. Shall we do solve a crime? I think so. Hopefully, I've got a good story as well. Well, hopefully, yeah. This is book two or one? This is the more solve a crime indicating that Ah, it is, in fact, the second one. Uh, The case of the stolen stamps. Interesting. We have not heard this one before. I'm glad. You arrive at the scene of a terrible fire. Most of old Joshua Adams' mansion is destroyed. Adams himself is dead with smoke inhalation. Adam's nephew, Tom Trenton, tells you he arrived from out of town two hours ago after the fire was under control. He seems grief-stricken over his uncle's death. You follow Trenton into the ruins of the old home. Down in, in the cellar you find an old iron safe standing upright in the rubble. How about that? Trenton exclaims. That safe was in Uncle Joe's bedroom on the second floor. It dropped through two floors. He opens the safe, and you see small, tidy stacks of loose stamps. These must be Adam's famous collection. Since you are a collector yourself, you look through the stamps. You are shocked to find that the, that the stamps in the same safe sorry, seem to be, be worth only $7,000. That's already a shock enough as it is. Adam's collection had been valued at no less than $200,000. Okay, Okay. makes sense. You know that he kept all his stamps in stacks, not albums. Was the safe open before you got here, you asked Trenton? Oh no, the first time it was touched was when I opened it for you a few minutes ago. I think I'll take you to headquarters, you say, under suspicion of robbery, and possibly of arson and murder too. Who aroused your suspicion? Sorry, what aroused your suspicions of Trenton? That's interesting. Yeah, that's, that's interesting because that's, that's um, that's uh, that's a that's a, it's a different sort of one. Mm. Hmm. It's back to the. There's one motive. The, sorry, there's one one suspect, and it's why you suspect him, it's not why who did it. Yeah. There's been some that are multiple choice. I think they're always the better ones. So this one. Do you want yeah. a recap? Shh. Sure. Mm. Yeah, a little recap would be alright. So, house on fire. Mm-hmm. Safe reportedly dropped two floors. When you open the floor, oh, so obviously those stamps that were that were missing inside. When you opened it, it had. Wait, where was the section? There's a good recap so yeah, far. Yeah, no, it's great, right? <laughs> 
can't find the sentence that I was looking for. Are you reading the same story? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, something about a football in here now. The it, you opened it and there was only seven thousand dollars worth of stamps, which like you're oh. a collector, you can appraise the remaining stamps at seven thousand dollars. That's sketchy. This, this, they were small, tidy stacks of loose stamps. Mm-hmm. Yes. When you opened it. And what does it say at the end? You know he did have it in stacks, not he kept it in stacks, not albums. Okay, so the does so that would lead to think that they're the stacks that you knew he kept them in. Mm-hmm. But do you know this guy? I mean, it's just like very random information you have about this. Is this is the thing. nephew. The nephew said, "I know that Trend- he keeps in no, the stacks." Uh, you. Yeah, it's me, you, the detective. Yeah, you know that he kept them in stacks. Yeah. And Trenton was the guy that you arrested, who was the nephew that was two hours after the fire was put out arrived. So, what I would say is suspicious. Is he has like a tight, like a, a very small alibi window. He was, oh, I was just, it came two hours. He knew about the safe. Oh, that was up in his room. He knew mm. the code to the safe. Mm. And then he opened it. I'm guessing without even being asked, just said he goes and opens it and shows you. Mm-hmm. So he puts his little grubby fingerprints all over it. You see him do it. And then he says, no, it's never been opened. That was the first time. Yeah. And, and you know that there's a hundred and... $93,000 worth of stamps missing. That's a lot of stamps. Yeah, they're 50 cents each. Yeah. <laughs> Unless they're forever stamps. That's a lot. $1.10 of... now. Okay. Well, this book is from 1976. Yeah. <laughs> they're probably like three cents back yeah, then. Yeah, probably. All right. Answer time? Answer time. Jo- uh, Jim, do you have a. Nah, yeah. Like, it's pretty well all that. I, I was sort of thinking about how it's like it, it specified that he died from smoke inhalation. But, like, which isn't crazy, but I thought it was sort of like an odd thing, but I didn't... And yet the, the safe fell through the floor, so there was a significant yeah. amount of structural damage. He didn't burn to death. Yeah. and But but there's not a lot in it that, I don't know, I can, I can say, like... Oh, I haven't well, read the answer thing. yet, but I thought when it dropped, surely everything would be spilled inside. Mm. That's interesting. Yeah. I don't know how to do anything. Neat, tidy stacks, and it fell two floors. Surely it'd be a mess inside, yeah, right? I bet you read that. Kelsey, do no, you have any thoughts? I haven't read it yet. Okay. All right. <laughs> you are suspicious because of the small, tidy stacks of loose stamps on the floor of the safe. <laughs> it's exactly the answer. Since the safe fell through two you floors. You read it. House, you I, read it. I did it. <laughs> The stamps should have been scattered all over the safe. You think Trenton took out the most valuable, then he rearranged them back in and naturally restacked them. Like an naturally. idiot? Yeah. Like an idiot. Like an absolute idiot. That's he, interesting. He you think that. Everything, so that's interesting. That. You just have a hunch. This is more right. like yeah, annu- you... announce your hunch, not solve a crime. <laughs> yeah. yeah it, <laughs> I feel like the more is slightly, it's like, well, all of it, we've said it before, but. His best ideas must have gone into the first. Yeah, we ought to yeah. like go through and strike all the ones we've read and finish the first book off first. Probably. Mm. Um, Probably. But right. for your riddle, yeah, Jim. Yeah, you, can you, you can like, you repeat? Yeah, I can repeat. Uh, so, what do you buy to eat, but never consume? A banana peel. Knowledge. Do oh, that, you do you eat knowledge? One. Consume knowledge. Mm. Yeah. So no. It's so like no, buy no. to eat. What do you buy to eat? This is the worst part about the riddle segment is that it is just mm. several moments of me just repeating mm. the same thing. Eat. This is all right, buy. everyone at home. What are your answers? Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, okay. Good one. Fantastic. Yeah, some of you Please mo- text your answers in now. Yeah. Kelsey, do you have any ideas? No. I was trying to think, but then the solver crime was happening. So yeah, I had yeah, yeah. two, two riddles. riddles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. yeah. too much. Maybe we spread those riddles. The, <laughs> yeah. the brain. Uh, yeah, we shouldn't stack them on top of each other. <laughs> brain teasers, yeah. The format is very difficult. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. Are we Are we giving up? I think so. Yeah, go ahead. It's cutlery. Oh. Uh, yeah, and knowledge as well. I and like knowledge. Yeah. yeah, cutlery and knowledge. You buy, get... you buy knowledge to eat. Yes, but it's probably the consume. only answer that doesn't fit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's pretty good. Well, we're pretty well out of time now. So it was, a, it was a tidy little episode. That was good. Welcome back to Australia, Patty. Welcome Thank home. Thank you. It's good to be back. Uh, are you planning any other trips? Uh, no, because I'm out of money. That's so. fair. Mm. All right, well, that's a sad thing to end on maybe uh if you want to help patty go to somewhere else you can uh, subscribe Mm. to the the podcast patreon 
There's actually a new tier. It's called Patrick's Holiday. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. He will do special podcasts yeah. from his trip overseas mm-hmm. if you... I'll send you snacks. Subscribe, what, we reckon $500 a month? Yeah. That ought to get you somewhere quick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, Jim, what about you? Anything you want to say to sign off? What else you got going on? Uh, I don't really have a lot going on. Perfect. Um, yeah. <laughs> Amazing. No, it's... Uh... This is a phenomenal way to end every yeah, show. This, this is such a strong, strong finisher. Yeah. For sure. Hey, no worries. All right, well, thank you both for joining <laughs> yeah. me and finishing so strongly. Kelsey, yeah. thank you for being the voice behind the scenes. No worries. I have something to say. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Stay classy, San Diego. Oh, very nice. I think nice. that's copyrighted. <laughs> all right. Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you next time. See ya. Can you also just hit the space bar on the thing?